0: people happy monday if you got me it's around nine o'clock i'm babs rose ivy welcome to love babs love talk and uh if Joanne scully is getting in their car good morning girl good morning i know you you got like 10 minutes when you listen to me <laughs> i hope you are uh driving safely and driving carefully and i hope this monday finds you in good stead although it is a little dark outside I'm not gonna complain because we've had amazing week. This last couple of weekends, the weather has been extraordinary. Just saying, I'm not gonna complain and I have not turned my heat on. (laughs) I have not done it. It's about 53 degrees um, outside and it's not cold in here actually. So I guess I'll turn it on as soon as the weather dips a little bit when it really, really dips. But so far, I have not had to uh, do much. I, I got a little space heater. I put a tiny, tiny space heater in the bathroom. And then I put a space heater in my room. And it has heated up my room so much that I, I, I tend to turn it off now because it gets too warm. I put it on its lowest setting. And then I dial the temperature to its lowest setting. And it is still too warm. So that's a good-ass space heater, I must say. Hey, Harry Drozd. I know you're out there in the ether making things happen behind the scenes. <laughs> Harry made me a new a new flyer and I, I'm, I'm sort of like Godzilla over the, the Elm City. I'm sort of like Godzilla over the Elm City, which I kind of dig.
1: <laughs>
0: we got some changes coming to WNHH. We got a new morning show that will precede me. You know how Joe Ugly was like the lead in from like seven to... Nine, well, we got a new lead-in. I'm not going to say who, because I don't think I'm at liberty to say, and it might be out of my pay grade. So I'll wait until they announce themselves, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. So we shall see. (laughs) We shall see. So, yeah, so we grow on this little, little station. We growing it, although I'm trying to get Paul Bass to move us to an actual station where, you know, parking is better, you know uh harry has more roommate control over the germs you know that kind of thing <laughs> i think you New having independent can stay right where it is because they like that tight space but for the station if you can find us another space where we could put like a round tape like we could put you know if, you know what would be ideal if we had a space with two state two two recording spaces two radio stations you know because that would be kind of cool oh. Because I, I wouldn't mind my own dedicated space. Um, my own dedicated space. But I know it's a dream. It's a pipe dream. And I know I can hear you be like, girl, you better bring some money in here then. <laughs> if you want some more space, you better bring some money up in this piece. I was like, okay, all right. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. So sponsors, if you're out there, do you want me to honk up your products, talk about what you got look into it. We got a whole package coming out in a little bit. So if you want, if you want me to talk about your stuff and you want me to uh, bring some shine to your products, I'm happy to do it. Your eateries, your restaurants, your boutiques, all of that. I am happy to do it. And you know, I go to stuff, people see me, I talk favorably about things and, uh, and I'm always out in the streets. So, so yeah, so yeah, you know, holla at your girl. We got a package coming. Uh, let me see. So, uh, I, while Harry was away, I got this little statistic about bank bank robberies are down. I don't know why that is. I think because the technology just allows for, you know banks have gotten smarter and uh, and quicker on the draw. So it's hard to rob banks. But I think I think robbing banks are are a little challenging particularly now that traffic is coming back into play and i mean it's just hard serial killings are down uh and that's because ring doorbells (laughs) and so many cameras in so many places although they just killed that that uh, uh they just caught that uh that serial killer in california who was uh terrorizing people i don't i don't get these serial killers I don't get them at all. That's a, that's a lot of time on your hands. You know, that's a lot of time, but you know, everybody, we got a lot of mental health problems and that's one of them. So, but those things are down. You know, what's back up now? Traffic. Now that people have to go back to work, traffic. Now people have to go back to work. Now they have to, because you know, when the pandemic chilled everything out, you know, chilled everything out where there was no cars on the road and animals was coming back into the city. <laughs> you know, bison, moose, deer, bears, all kinds of animals was roaming the cities because they were like, hey, where are all the people? We got the run of the city, the town. Now traffic is back up. Guess what else is back up? Air pollution, all the things. We just don't learn. We just, we as, as people are terrible for this planet. Humans are just bad stewards of this planet. We just are. I, across the board, hands down, we are bad stewards of the earth, and the earth knows it. The earth knows it, and the earth is going to do things to sort of, you know, get us off. And I don't blame her. <laughs> I do not blame the earth one bit because we are not good stewards. Um, Harry, you know what I saw? I saw some robots that you could have in your house that can do dishes, pour wine, sweep. I don't want that mess in my house. That would Woo! Look at you.
2: Wow, Harry. Jesus Christ. I'm changing it up, Look at you. You got a
0: whole white shirt. I ne- in my whole life knowing you, I've never seen you in a white shirt. <laughs> I've seen you in white shirts underneath your usual black uniform.
2: Yeah, <laughs> my black uniform. <laughs> <Your> black uniform.
0: <laughs> wow. Go ahead. Now I gotta, I gotta step up my game because Harry's starting to look like a one, and I'm looking like a zero. And so we'll be standing next to each other, and we'll make a ten. So I gotta, I gotta trim down so we can look like elevens. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, the reason I have the white shirt is, these are my pajamas. Um, My change shirt. No, because my tattoo, my new tattoo.
0: Oh, did you get a new tattoo? Yep.
2: Um, What is
1: that? Uh, That whole thing? Yep. How long did that take?
0: Oh, my God, Harry. Did you go over something that existed? or?
2: No, there's a new one.
0: How long does that take?
2: It was two and a half hours, maybe three hours somewhere on there oh god harry i could I could just pour ink on you for less time. <laughs> so you know, so I took the covering off um yesterday, so after I showered and everything, it's still scabbing and all that. so uh, are you supposed to do that that soon? Don't they tell you? They said keep it you know, five days. I'm going to say I, I took it off three days. Um, why, why can't you just do what they tell you to do? <laughs> well, because the, the covering was rolling up. Oh, okay. So I just took it off and, you know, cleaned it and put um antibiotic ointment and all that stuff. So when I came out of the shower and I put all of that stuff on, I had to protect it somehow. So I put on the shirt. Oh, okay. Um, And this morning when Karen woke up, she's like, you have a shirt on. She's like, you usually have nothing on. I'm like, yeah, but just protecting the tattoo. She's like, oh, because she's like, I thought you were cold. <laughs> oh, no. not Now you couldn't possibly be cold. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not a cold thing. It's just, you know, had to cover the tattoo. But yeah. Oh, was, Harry. You see that? It's
0: that's incredible!
2: What is that? It's what is a, the significance? Okay, so it's a Taíno Indian. That's what I thought. But I it. i have always liked the Reaper, the Grim Reaper, right?
0: So you so, mashed them up.
2: Yeah, so I mashed them up. So I did the the skeleton of the Reaper, but with the the Puerto Rican flag colors, you know. So and then the the chief head dress. So. Pretty cool I
1: okay,
0: like it a, I guess you do I mean that's a lot
2: <laughs> yeah so when when I emailed the my I can't,
0: I can't I can't soften my face my face is still scrunched well that's
2: well, well, this is the only tattoo with color that I have right all of them are just black well you know,
1: oh yeah
2: high <laughs> roll just black <laughs> <laughs> Harry, <laughs>
0: what's happening you're coming into the world of color? So, yeah, so
2: I'm coming into the world of color but but the thing is is that I I email my tattoo artist I'm like you know what I'm just gonna I had emailed him about about a month ago and told him I'm just gonna do a couple of um you know um Indian and Bantu um just you know like little statues and stuff that I want thrown all over the place and so he was like, okay, just send me it. And then two days before I was going, I sent him this Indian tattoo that I had created myself. And so I sent it to him and I, you know, we didn't talk. When I walked in through the shop, he's like, dude, what the hell? You know how much detail goes into the feathers and stuff? You told me a little tattoo. Now you're taking up two hours at least. And I was like, well, he's, he's like, I, I was like, I apologize. He, I'm like, we'll reschedule. He's like, I already cleared the two hours. Sit down. <laughs> so it ended up two and a half hours, closer to three hours.
0: Oh, my God. There is no way. I need to give him no state secret. Like, that would be torture. Like, that would.
2: <laughs> nope. Actually, there was a spot that he kept touching me at the elbow uh, right here, right there, that spot, it just kept tickling me. Every time he touched it, it was like my funny bone. It just kept... I was like, oh my god, I had to try not to move. And then on the inner, right next to Bella's name, that was the only spot that hurt. That fella right there. That I felt. Not that hurt, but that I felt. No.
0: Wow. Are you done or are you going to get more?
2: No, I got... Now I still want, you know, the, the symbolism of the I'm trying to get some stuff of my, my DNA, right? So I, I want the the Taíno, you know, but I also want the Bantu and a couple of other things for my DNA on this. So figuring it out. No.
1: <laughs> I, I keep thinking
0: I might get one more tattoo. No, it's unlikely. <laughs> This little semicolon hurt.
2: <laughs> no, you know what? It's for people who like tattoos it's just addictive. Like I, I, I like, like
0: Marquisha got one at, uh, last week at the night market. Harry, she got the uh, longitude lad, latitude new um, for New Haven on her forearm.
2: That's little. That's those are little
0: things. No, it was that mess was long. You know the whole. Cool, yeah.
2: the, I was like, girl, I'm not. Yeah. A-. No, so, right, the thing is, is, it is addictive. So, like, I have to sort of back away. I want the other tattoo, but if I start working on it, I'm going to get, like, five tattoos. You know, I, I do it in Do bunch- you have
0: any place left on the body to do that?
2: Well, I got a lot of space to fill in the arm, right? So I could go around other tattoos. <sighs> but But I'm going to try to... Pump the brakes here. Live with this tattoo for a while, and get it out my system because I don't want to. It's it's a lot of hours sitting in the chair. oh uh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm always I, I don't like to get the average stuff. So
0: no kidding.
2: So I work on my own tattoo designs and and then send it to him. So okay.
0: Well, guess what? I'm not getting a taino. You know? yeah. <laughs>
2: You should get uh WNA change.
0: <coughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not I'm not doing that either. <laughs> I'm getting
2: that Mike Tyson face tattoo.
0: Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I have to be already dead. You have to already don't have to get another one. Because I'm already dead, and they are like, let's finish this off. Okay. If I'm already dead, I don't care. I can't. I might do one more Harry before I'm sick, for my sixtieth. I might do something. I don't know yet. Something, and then that would be it. I know, I know, uh, and I like to do things in three. So I might get two and then be done. But I, I doubt it.
2: Unlike <laughs> you, know, you see, I, he was out, you know, sitting in the chair for two and a half hours. We talked a lot about different things, and he was saying that tattoos are no longer for the young people anymore, right? It's most of his clientele is forty and over, who come in and get tattoos.
0: I understand that. You know, there's yeah. there's a there's a level of freedom to that, right? There's a level of freedom and personal expression, and I say I tell people, you know what, getting a tattoo is a very life changing kind of thing.
2: You know. Now, I'm not
0: gonna go crazy though, but
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe the first, yeah, maybe the first few, it, was, it felt a little liberating, especially you know, coming from the church restrictions and all of that stuff. You know, telling you you can't, your 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 daughter can't wear pants, and now you're getting a tattoo. So you know what I'm saying? So I know I was
0: thinking about a cross tattoo, Harry, but you know, when the world comes to an end, you gotta take sides. I gotta be ambiguous. <laughs>
2: are you seeing, Right above that one, I have the the sacrilegial cross, right? Because I have it upside down. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. So so for some, that's the satanic cross where they flip it upside down. I'm not a Satanist. (laughs) Mine was more, you know, messaging in my own skull that, you know, not that I don't believe, but a lot of things have flipped on me
0: okay i get it so well i don't want to be i don't want to be you know the armageddon or or
2: (laughs) i know right or the apocalypse trying to explain (laughs) well this one is the all-seeing eye right so people are like well isn't don't don't satanic cultures some of them use uh, well you know all stuff you know everybody uses everything that's true harry
0: Because, you know, when you see the bumper stickers of the of the religious things that people have in their car. And I thought that would be a cool thing. But that's just way too many to try to. (laughs) I was like, no, I can't sit that long. We all
2: appropriate appropriate everything, especially when it comes to Egyptian stuff and all that.
0: Oh, yeah. We steal a lot of that African stuff.
2: All of it. So, you know, so all of it. The and then the numbers they're like, oh my god! You hopefully you haven't marked yourself with the six six six. I'm like, there's too many numbers. There's not six (laughs) six (laughs) six. And 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 if and if Judgment Day comes and I have to explain it, I'll explain it. it. I'll explain
0: it it. if I if I get opportunity. Yeah.
2: If I'm I'm not immediately tossed into the lake of fire,
0: can I tell you? My um, cardiologist's office is 666. Uh, that's, that's the address. When I first went there, I was like, I need a new cardiologist or see him at his other office. And then I was like, I'm going to get over this. I'm
3: like,
2: I don't care about this stuff. <laughs> that, right. That's the thing. Right. So that, that is the, the, the major thing when I talk to people. I'm like, man, you think so little of your God. That you're gonna, he's gonna be, he's gonna be there at the pearly gates and go. Why did you get a tattoo? Oh, that messes <laughs> up all of heaven. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that trumps all the all the
0: people you ain't feed, all the people you
2: ain't blow. Yeah. It's like you think so little of your God that you think he's <laughs> gonna be so petty. He's gonna be looking at my tattoos. <laughs> the tattoos are for me, not for him.
0: Oh my God! God is not petty, although there are some instances in the Bible, Harry. God is well, petty, but all right. We
2: well, let that go. but that's why Jesus came, right? To that's
0: right. That's, that's to
2: to, to like, protect like, us from the petty Father.
0: From the petty, from the pettiness of God.
2: <laughs> that's why he's. That's why Jesus died but, on the cross.
0: But don't all kids do that, though?
1: <laughs> hey, Buzz.
0: Don't all our kids protect us from being petty people. <laughs> no, aren't, we all, aren't, we all, aren't all our kids there for us? You're like, all right, let me let me help you out. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. So yeah. Well. Wow. Uh, What's the weather like in Waterbury? It's it's cloudy here, like it's gonna rain or something.
2: It's drizzling over here.
0: So. Oh, is it raining there already? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well then it can't be too far behind here.
2: I I, I don't know if it's just the the black cloud that lives over very <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bad luck, Slap <schlep> Rock. Remember?
2: Because the little from the one of the
0: little shows, little cartoons. Who was that? What was that? Bad luck, schlep Rock. Was the puff and stuff. Hr Puff. No, no. It was a it was a cartoon. That's the only character I can remember. They were um. They were like um, cave people or something.
2: And a cloud just walked with them.
0: Around him. Like he just had a a cloud around him all the time. It's like, okay. Or or like Eeyore. Remember Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? I didn't realize. It wasn't until I was an adult, Harry, that I realized Eeyore was depressed. And his friends (laughs) were so kind to him. Like they accepted his depression. They didn't leave him out of stuff. They were just like, we got to go check on Eeyore. Come on, Eeyore. (laughs) And Eeyore was like, oh.
2: "That's Eeyore was Harry growing up. My friends used to show up at my door and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go.
0: So Eeyore had really good friends. They never left him alone. Like, they never, they never, like, they understood that he was depressed and they just worked with it, right? Like, they didn't they didn't beat him up about it. Then they're like, Eeyore, why are you always so depressed? They didn't do that. They always tried to, like, not so much cheer him up. They respected that he was depressed, but they they just was his friend. That's, <laughs> yes. that's a good that is such a good story for today's how to how to be with people. Well money to poo in them.
2: This that weekend crew. this weekend, one of my good friends that I grew grew up with, he's actually moving out of um New York, headed to Florida, another friend going to Florida. But um he just texts me bro I love you um just felt you needed to hear it oh and I was like uh wow did you text love back me.
0: I love you yeah. too
2: <laughs> love you too bro but that's good but it's like you know some people and he's always been that guy who would just show up at my house and be like dude let's go somewhere let's You can't just chill in your house alone. You know, you got friends. I like that. You know,
0: because I think I think people I I know people who, you know, they hate to text and they hate email. And I'm like, but if you wait until you have time to call somebody, you're not going to call them. So sometimes sending a little text or a message is just the right thing to do. Do you know no. what I mean, Harry? I don't. I don't. I don't stand on this. Well, I'm just gonna wait till I. I hate texting, or I'm just gonna wait till I call them. Sometimes you can wait too
2: long. <laughs> well, I do that all the time. I go, eh, I'll. I'll wait. We'll eventually talk. <laughs> you know, and and then I never talk to anybody. Um, so I, who,
0: I I love texting people.
2: Yeah, but I love this sending guy people
0: little messages.
2: This guy, my friend, his name is Richie. Um, he. He sends me inspirational books and stuff like that all the time. He's like, man, this made me feel this way. This, you know, it inspired me a little. Just I want to share it with you. You know, and stuff like that. So it's like, he's uh I mean it just uh, takes
0: so little to care about people.
2: I I know I gotta (laughs) learn it. I gotta learn it.
0: (laughs) It just takes so little. It just takes so little to care about people and to just touch them and connect to them i do it i have so many people that i that i um stay connected to because i need to be connected to them you know i texted my girlfriend last night who lives in um san francisco and i just sent her a little hey girl you good you know because i know she's she's sick she's she's been terminal for many many years and uh and i'm always checking in on them but i haven't talked to her in a minute and because they live in california harry sometimes you know if it's if it's nine o'clock it's six o'clock over there if it's nine o'clock there it's midnight so sometimes i you know we don't plan to talk i've got to send a little message so i do that my other girlfriend in seattle my 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 other friend in san francisco um i've got friends all over the place and so sometimes you just can't you know, I could I could take a whole Saturday and call everybody around the world that I know, but I can't. You can't do that. You can't just sit and be like, okay, I'm gonna get up Saturday morning. I'm gonna call everybody. That's 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 not realistic. But what you can do, hey, how's it going? And sometimes and I got family members who are in group, you know, group chats. Harry, um, I'm in group chats with my kids sometimes. I was like, okay, checking in. What y'all up to? Or you know, or I send them some funny thing. Well, my 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 relatives. Some of us are in a, a family chat. You know, we remember each other's birthdays and anniversaries and deaths of our parents and that kind of stuff. And I, I love I love this medium. I really do. I, it doesn't. I'm not. I'm not troubled by it. And I don't feel like it's false connection either, Harry. You know how people think? Oh, it's not real connection. What the hell is wrong with people? It is real connection. it's real
2: connection it's, you know, it, it, it's weird because i like i don't keep in touch with anything to be honest right so <laughs> so so karen will tell me um hey your brother is this I, he on facebook he posted this and i'll be like oh maybe i should go check it out you know yes uh, stuff like that you know and or my Oh, you, you know, your niece just got married. And I'm like, oh, really? Which one? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep track of a lot of stuff, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I should do a better job. I should do a better job. I have, you know, another thing is that I have some stalkers online. You have stalkers? You know, people who are, if I comment or post anything, they just pop up. And they're, hey, like if they're following... Like they're waiting for me to post, you know. And so I mean, like, ooh, I don't want to start I have a conversation with certain people. So it's like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna go private to just. Really.
0: Mm. I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm not public, so because I, you know, people can get on your nerves, Harry. <laughs> yep. So I just like I just let some people stay in the queue, some people could just follow me and they'll get some of the stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like,
2: that's yeah. it. Yeah, I, I don't really like being followed.
0: <laughs> Why? Well, I don't mean
2: followed. I mean, but, I don't mean, I mean like
0: we, KGB followed.
2: <laughs> well, you know that. You know we got that. <laughs> Vladimir. What's up, Vladimir?
0: Oh, oh, God, Harry. I know. i tell you what. I know if I'm in the space and I hear some Russians, I know they're coming for me because there's no reason for me to be in a community of Russians.
2: Hey, you so, could be disgusting, Vodka.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Won't be.
2: There's some black Russians.
0: I know there are, Harry. There's a whole community of them. I know listen there's black people everywhere there's black people in scandinavia there's black people everywhere i'm not i'm not uh i'm not uh above that you know let's shoot anyway uh what else is going on what else is going on i don't even know what's going on harry i i've i've been so lax about news
2: it's the same old stuff um
0: I, oh i i did i didn't watch the um the um warnock walker debate i caught the highlight reel <laughs> i don't i don't know how you get away with pulling out a fake badge harry i don't i don't i don't understand any of that but
2: that's the only clip i saw um, I, I, I have to go and read it
1: he's not he's not a he's not,
0: not a bro you're not a cop <laughs> You know who is a real sheriff? Shaq. Shaq O'Neal is a real. Shaquille O'Neal is a real sheriff. He has a real badge in a whole bit. He always wanted to be a sheriff, Harry. So he's a sheriff.
2: No, and an educator. There's a um, video of him pulling over people. So.
0: Yeah, I, I'd be freaked out if that big six,
2: oh, man, nine cool. man
0: pull me over, Harry. I about
2: would him. be so happy to have Shaq pull me over.
0: Oh, was your huge like fanboy?
2: Yeah. <laughs> he like, like, what make, me walk. make me walk.
0: Make me <laughs> That's walk. Straight. That's
2: straight.
0: Let's get a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a ticket. Give me a ticket. Make sure you sign it. <laughs> you'd be like that, Harry. <laughs>
2: yep. I'll be Shaq. Fan.
0: Oh, my God. I don't know. It depends. I'm not a I'm not a fan like that, but I guess I can see it. I can
2: I'm see not I'm not a fan of hardly anybody like that, but he. But if you
0: had opportunity, that would do
2: it. Yeah, right? he he's probably one of the guys that I would I would I wouldn't mind meeting. Okay. Um, I I I don't have many people like that that like like Karen goes oh, but if you meet Jennifer Lopez, no, not really.
0: I don't know Harry. I
2: don't I like her that. from. Afar. I like her from afar, you know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> well, I,
2: I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because I went to a Met game at City at um Citi Field, and J Lo was there. It was when she was married to Mark Anthony, and she got up, I guess, to use the restroom, and we were close enough. That I saw her get up, so I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go use (laughs) the (laughs) restroom." And of course, of course, I caught a palm in my chest from her security. But uh, yeah, so maybe I wouldn't meet J Lo, but not. I think once you meet people, you probably don't want to know them. (laughs) You see how you see how hopeful I am. You know on human beings i'm like i like i don't
0: know i i, I you know I, there's some people like i i'm more i'm more gaga over authors and people like that like i i would be i would love to have met tony morrison or you know i would have that would have been over the moon for me you know so i
2: yeah to so sit down and pick their brain
0: Yeah, or just, I don't even know if I would pick their brain, Harry. I would just, like, sit there and let them talk about what, they gave me recipes. Yeah. (laughs) If she said, I've got this really good recipe for peach cobbler," I would just sit right there
2: and take it in. And and that's the point that I make with, like, stars and stuff. Like, I I don't, what am I going to talk to her about? What am I going to do? Oh, turn around for me. You know, that's...
0: (laughs) I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, I want to be a writer. Like, I... (laughs) Like, I'm talking to Tony Morrison. I'm gonna say, Oh, I want to be a writer. I'll shut my mouth up and let her tell me whatever she want to tell me. Yeah. I'd be so excited. I would just say oh, I'm such a fan, and I would never say in her presence, oh, I, I too want to be a writer. I mean, she would be gracious and kind, I'm sure, but that I would have waste my time with that. Do you know what I mean? That's that's my point. I'd be like, I'm not here to tell her that. She could care less. <laughs> i'm just saying
2: Mm. yeah yeah i you know i guess i I don't i'm not a fanboy like that but i get it i get it i mean we i mean for me also i saw so many of these people walking around new york city that well yeah
0: that's and that's the other part too because people can be in new york city and not be mobbed the only people that mob them are people from out of the city. You know what I mean? Like, like tourists. Exactly,
2: exactly. You know, if I was in the Jewelry District, I would see some people there and everything. So it was like, even saw JFK Jr. on the train, right? Um, Madonna, I saw on the street. Um, so there was people around all the time, especially if you went to Central Park. Um, yeah. You saw people taking a stroll.
0: Yeah, so New Yorkers are, are, you know, are immune to that kind of thing. They're just like, eh, we see people all the time. It's like, just don't get in my way.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just don't have your security in my way, please. Don't, I, don't get in my way. I need to go. I need to get
0: somewhere. <laughs> I don't give a damn about your celebrity. Don't get in my way. And Don't yep. cut me in line. <laughs>
2: You know, I gotta say, the one person I, I was a little bit, um, starstruck. Um, oh my God, what's his name? Oh. Benson, the guy who played Benson. What's his name? Oh
0: yeah, um, um, Robert Guillaume.
2: Yeah, I I bumped into him in the jewelry district, and <laughs> he was such a nice guy, and he just we walked for like a, a block, and he talked to me like a regular dude. I was like. I like this guy, you know, but so so that was the only one that I actually because I, I was a fan of Benson, so I was like, ooh, <laughs> you know, and he was like really kind. So yeah, there goes one guy.
0: Well, yeah. I was in I was in um I was in Macy's in Stanford tr- trying on bathing suits, Harry. <laughs> this was about. This is my first trip out of the country. I was going to the Dominican Republic. So this had to be like 30 years, 40 years ago, 30 years, 40 years ago, 30 years, 35 years ago, something like that. So I'm in Macy's. Now I'm, you know, I'm a I'm about 120 pounds lighter. So, you know, I'm just trying on swimsuits. I hear somebody come in the in the dressing room saying, um, can someone tell me, hello? Can someone tell me how to to get out of here? <laughs> Cause they were. It was Billy D. Williams. Oh, I step out and I'm in my swimsuit. In the swimsuit that I I ultimately buy because he said it looked really nice on me. I bought it like I, but I I showed him I showed him out of how to get out of Macy's. But he had that voice like from Lady Sings the Blues. You want my hand to fall off? I mean, and he really was good looking, Harry. <laughs> He really was good looking. And, you know, at that point, you know, I was in my, I guess I was in my twenties. I mean, he was old enough to be my dad, right? Like, cause you know, he's 80 years old now. So, but he really was good looking. And that voice, I was just like, ah, oh. that was my Billy D. William brushed with greatness. I was in the <laughs> dressing room trying on swimsuits and he came in there and he's like, hello. Um, can somebody tell me how to get out of here? <laughs> I stepped out. I was
1: like, <gasps> oh. <that's laughs> and he, was
0: like, he was like, oh, that swimsuit is very nice on you, by the way. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I bought that damn thing. I wore it forever. I wore it till it shredded. <laughs>
2: that's a really one.
0: that's my Billy D. Williams brush with Um
2: yeah, <laughs> I-, I think what was his name, Michael from um, Good Times, he used to always come to the projects because he had a girlfriend there. He used to, he he, he was, uh, people gathered about him for like 15 minutes and then it was like over (laughs) and nobody ever gathered again as he would come in and out of the building. Right, because you know,
0: what's the point? (laughs) Right. Like, what is he gonna tell you He's an actor?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know. It Ralph was like, Carter.
2: Yeah, it Ralph, like, hey, Ralph what Carter. Are you, what are you doing down here? He's like, I got a girl over here. <laughs> yeah,
0: listen. They're regular people. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're regular people.
0: <laughs> regular people, regular people live where they live. And and regular people date regular people, right? So
2: <laughs> Yep. And it was like everybody was. He, like he he was in no danger you know you everybody was cool <laughs> no, was like, that's ralph
0: carter he's <laughs> like
2: no no it was michael everybody was like,
0: okay. <coughs> oh yeah michael <laughs> call him michael <laughs> i'm like y'all know he got a real name right <laughs> <laughs> he got a whole name a whole name people I love the way people call people by their characters. It's like You know, that's their character. That's not who they are. <laughs> Just playing that role.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you, you buy all the way in on some roles. So it's like.
0: I think you do, Harry, because I, I think people do. I think people think that people are these characters, you know. And uh, I'm like, okay, people. Shade's coming out with some new music, Harry.
2: Mm.
0: I got to see her in concert. I've never seen her in concert.
2: You mean Sadie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let um, Sam get over that one.
0: I know. And I, and, I, and if he's listening, Sam, we still we still chiding you about that.
2: He's like, have you heard of Sadie? Uh, I don't know. We're just like, what? Who? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Harry, we are the wrong ones for people to make mistakes with. <laughs> we, we'll never let you live it down. We will be on this forever and a day. Oh my God! So, hey, you know, I got um, I've got a uh, Ife coming on next for uh, Elm City Lit Fest is uh, this weekend coming. Um, at the uh, Dixville Q House and the Stetson Library. So this thing is growing bigger and bigger every year. So, uh, so she's coming on and the graphic for it is just amazing. So yes, I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to uh, having her on and talking about like what we, what, what do we get to look forward to this year at the Lit Fest, you know, the annual Lit Fest. Where yeah. Books galore and authors and kids stuff and all the things and you know what people do some early Christmas shopping.
2: Well, you know what I was Christmas shopping this morning for my my colonoscopy stuff, and it's like I can't get it delivered. What <laughs> do you mean? How, see how spoiled I am? <laughs> can't you have it delivered to the store and go get it? Well, yeah, I could go pick it up at CVS.
0: Yeah, why don't you do that, Harry?
2: <laughs> but because there, oh Lord, well, because one item this CVS has it, the other item the other CVS has it, they won't deliver it because this is separate locations unless I, you know, agree to receive it on Thursday, which would be past.
0: <laughs> what is your colonoscopy?
2: Um, so tomorrow I got to do the prep and um on Wednesday.
0: So, that means you're going to CVS to go get the stuff you need? Yeah, I have
2: to go. Right? Uh yeah. <laughs> but but it's, you know, I'm so used to getting stuff delivered when I need it. It's like, come see, on. See, look at that. See,
0: this is how the apoco- apocalypse is going to kill us all. Cuz people're going to be waiting for
2: delivery of food and stuff. <laughs> yeah, be like, "Geez, I'm hungry. Where's my where's the Uber Eats?" And it's like, "Well, this 20,000 zombies between you and the Uber guy. <laughs> I don't know what and you're going to do. With I'm that. pretty
0: sure your Uber guy is a zombie now. I don't think <laughs> I you know. want him coming to your door. I don't think that's, I don't think you want that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'll be torturing myself tomorrow with the prep. All right. Um, what do you call? I, I got to text Nora to make sure she remembers. But um, did you see this weekend? Uh, a 10-year-old boy got attacked by a bear.
0: Oh, I know, what? Harry. Where was that? At his house in the backyard?
2: In in Morris, Connecticut? I don't know. Where oh, that,
0: that was is. here? I didn't yeah. know it was here. I, yeah. I heard it and I heard I vaguely heard it. And then I caught the tail end of it. So I didn't know where, where uh I didn't know where it went, where it was.
2: Right. That's that's Connecticut, right? Morris. Yeah. So, so what a,
0: happened they were
2: outside uh, a deep a deep spokesman that's the preserve whatever agency um spokeman said the boy was attacked by a black bear around 11 a.m the boy was taken to Charlotte Hungerford Hospital for a non-life-threatening injury
0: and where is this in not
2: in Connecticut
0: in Connecticut yeah I think it's Connecticut
2: the Encon police euthanized the bear. Um, yeah, so the kid was outside and the black bear attacked them. But they say, you know, we have a boom in bears this year. So, yes, yeah, so the bears are out there. They're all trying to get fat for hibernation. They say... Gosh. They say here are some some things to do. If you encounter a bear, Mm
1: -hmm. make a lot
2: of noise. Don't run away, which is hard, right? Your instinct is to run for your life. And put dogs on on a leash when a bear comes around. Okay, well.
0: Is that what what they're telling you to do?
2: Yeah. So uh, if a bear comes around, I'm going to throw my dog at the bear. Right. So the, the dog should do something to protect me at least, you know.
0: Is there there's no um, what keeps bears out because they could climb over fences, they could climb up trees, they could break through stuff. I, how do you how do you I don't know what you do with that.
2: You know, before I used to be drop and protect your ribs, I think once.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> that for a fire.
2: <laughs> no, stop dropping drop a roll, roll? okay yeah. <laughs>
0: no, for the bears to stop tucking
2: yeah, tuck and protect your ribs I, I always thought to myself I'll protect my head but I guess the bear goes for your ribs or something I don't know but yeah so just make a lot of noise try to get big if a bear comes around I, to I me am that, big but no but to me that's like you know threatening the bear <laughs> i was like whoa
0: If if that's what they tell you to do, Harry, listen, I don't know what I would do. I, I, you know, I don't like interacting with animals anyway. I don't care if it's a hamster or a dog or, and I'm not afraid. I just, I just think animals ought to have their own space. I just.
2: mm -mm. Well, they, they do have their own space. Right. But they don't understand the rules. Right. So (laughs) we need. (laughs) We need to have zoning people go out and explain it to them. <laughs> that once we decide to take a couple of acres of your forest, it's no longer yours.
0: Yeah. And they're like, "I understand that." <laughs> <laughs> I do not understand that, Mister Bear. We're trying to make this as clear as possible. Now, I don't, I don't think I, my 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 species has been here for thousands of years. Y'all just got here. How are y'all gonna? take our, our our land. Well we have the guns. Because <laughs> that's the only way we win, Harry. We only win because we have guns.
2: <laughs> well maybe we should put because obviously they're looking for food. Maybe we should make it so that they we they have access to food out inside the you know the their, their perimeter. I'm over here creating a perimeter for them. It's like putting I don't know if you
0: can do that Harry because that, that will take away their ability to do what they do naturally. So you, if you if you handicap them, I mean, if you
1: Yeah. If you,
0: you know what I mean? Like you put them in a precarious situation to to depend on humans.
2: But that Karen says good morning, babes
1: Good morning.
2: Um and that her baby looks good. Thank you, babe. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so but the thing is, is that but you're gonna take chances of attacks like this bear did on the kid. There was no obvious signs of rabies and stuff. They're testing it to okay. see if it has rabies and stuff. But you're gonna have, you know, and it's always the bear, especially, you know, if bears never had contact with humans, usually they're afraid once they see yeah. it the first time, but. If there's anything where you if it has its cubs around, even though you don't see the cubs and stuff like that, it will attack you. You know, it will attack you thinking you're there to take to harm its family. So that's the thing. It's so you have to somehow maybe we should put electric fences around the forest, but for I guess. I don't I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want electric Animals either, but but to uh, you know redirect them. That's what well, it should be called redirection fencing. Sounds like sounds like Trump's border wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, th-
0: I think the Peter people would be pissed off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know, would but they? I think,
2: but I think the parents are pissed off that their kid got attacked by well.
0: <laughs> And then the poor bear has to lose his life.
2: Yep, you have to. Why do
0: they do that? Why can't they just send him somewhere else? Like, why do they kill the bear?
2: The biggest thing is once they you feel once they taste human blood that they'll get a craving for it. So it's the same thing like with mountain lions. Once they attack, you think to yourself, even if it was a mistake, now it's going to think it could attack humans. You know, it's... it is that we we apply our human uh justice to animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this will be a deterrent. This is going to serve as a deterrent. No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs>
0: I, well, we got a bear problem. So I
2: we, we do have a bear problem. And it is I, Connecticut. It's Morris Connecticut. I don't you know even where that is. That is. So
0: I know we got a bear problem in uh, in you know in the New Haven line because remember they were all around this summer it was like two or three bears they was up in the trees they was on people's property I was like oh I'm like these these bears is trying to be urban
2: well
1: you
2: yeah. know they're just trying know. to spread out I mean Listen. the truth is is that there is a baby boom for the bears right so they they got busy during covid yeah. <laughs> You know, for them it was like God, uh, we gotta be indoors in, together. <laughs> Listen, well, we, we got Netflix and
0: chill, <laughs>
1: That's or right.
0: on, or cave and chill, or whatever it is that bears do. Bears do what they do, baby.
2: So I don't know, but
0: shouldn't they be going in now? Isn't it time for them to go yeah, in? Yeah.
2: Well, they. Well, yeah, because but you have those bears who haven't packed on enough pounds and they're still. Oh hunting okay um so they'll start going in now you see you saw last week we had the fat bear award <laughs> <laughs> so we had a couple of bears posing hey
0: see see humans is wrong as all I know we are we are always objectifying so
2: <laughs> the fat bear award
0: women children bears. <laughs> We're always objectifying something. This is why the earth is like, humans, get off of it. <laughs> get off of it. So I see your boy Elon Musk is is going to keep the satellite going for the Ukrainians. Because, you know, he was whining about money now. But then he was like, okay, we got this.
2: Yeah, I mean, he sneezes He and he uses the money he's using in Ukraine, he wipes his nose with, so...
0: Well, you know, it ain't like he's paying for housing. What are he living in a trailer park somewhere?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's living in a in a, small, in a what's RV? the tiny, the tiny home, <laughs> a fifty thousand dollar tiny home. Whatever.
0: A, I mean, what? he is a, a odd looking cat. I I don't know who is going out with him. Mm-hmm. They're going out with his money. They're not going out with him. These cats are not attractive. I'm sorry, and I, and if he hears me and be like, "I'm gonna prove her wrong," I'm gonna ask her out. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, because I'm gonna say no. I like, mm, "I don't wanna go out with you."
2: Do it, Elon. So this way, I could the uh, seven degrees of separation. Not gonna exactly.
0: He's not asking so, me
2: out, Harry. So, um. Avello, I see it. They, they're they limiting some flights. They're reducing select flights because there's not as much demand. Well, I booked my flight. Come on, people. Go fly Avello. I liked it. I'm, I mean, I'm flying to Wilmington um,
0: in December.
2: Okay. See, that's I, good. I,
0: I, so, and it was a nice price, too. Round trip. So I was like, okay.
2: So... The flights that they're gonna be limiting are to Nashville, Baltimore, Chicago, and Raleigh, North Carolina. So
0: okay. So not not so much demand. You know, I fly I, I used to date a guy in Chicago, oh my god, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And uh and I used to fly back and forth to Chicago from Bradley. I thought that was um close. Do you know what I mean? Like. I thought, oh, that's a good flight. I think I flew from Tweed many years ago too from Chicago to Chicago when Tweed was like, you know, like a like a farm stand.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, a farm stand and they had to go and you know, turn start the propeller by hand.
1: <laughs> you had to like run and jump in the plane.
2: <laughs> well, but I got to say that, that's the only thing that I wasn't happy with at Tweed, right? So you... You sit at the gate for an hour waiting for the plane. And then when they allow you through the gate, you go through the gate. Now you have to go down the stairs. (laughs) You know, you have to walk to the plane, Beth. Yeah. That's how you do when you go to the Caribbean
0: islands, Harry. You have to walk on the tarmac. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: I was like, what? Where's my plane,
2: But I had to walk, you know, quite a distance to get to the plane. So that's the only thing that was weird because I never had to do that before. Um, and then getting off is the same thing. So there's no pulling up to the gate. It's just, hey, listen, yeah, we're no. going to leave you. It's like a cab. We're going to leave you right here.
0: Yeah, that's when you go to these little airplane ports. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they're not pulling up to the building. You got to get out and walk walk I, across the tarmac.
2: I'm like, you leave leaving right here. You ain't getting no tip. <laughs>
0: That's how we we were, uh, Dominica. Uh, you know, uh, Dominica has the shortest air, air runway in the world. So you know, you you you, wow. if you miss it, you in the ocean or you hit the <laughs> mountains. There's no,
2: there's no middle ground. Uh, there's I, no I
0: guess, like, let's land in the field. There's no. Field I can deal the
2: with field. the ocean, but
0: I, I, I I can't deal with the ocean, Harry, and I cannot deal with the mountains. You hit the one mountains. On the mountain. Yeah. You're going to crash. It's a crash. Yeah, I don't think the, I can survive the, the water. Moment. I don't know if I could get out of a plane in the water. Like, I don't
2: know. Oh, you're listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHH LP, 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. And they're not just um getting rid of those flights or they're going to, it says they're seasonally seasonally suspending flights. Okay. So, so, so there's no back.
0: Not, who? Was trying to go to Chicago now because it's I know. snowing. <laughs>
2: that makes sense.
0: Like I, I don't want that.
2: It snowed last week. Did it snow last week in Chicago? I think
0: I don't know if it's Chicago, but probably adjacent to Chicago. Yeah, they already starting that. to get. They're already getting snow in uh, uh, parts of Illinois and uh, Minnesota. Um,
2: well, yeah, Minnesota is like.
0: I saw that, Harry. I was like, I, I, I think in Minnesota
2: it one. starts in July. <laughs> I was
0: like, it's
2: what the like hell is ha-? Like, do
0: y'all have one month of s- nice? <laughs> it's, it's like, like
1: Alaska <laughs> like, or oh, Siberia. Like, why is it? Why is it snowy? Oh,
2: that's that you see. Some Russians escaped Uh-oh. Russia. You know they didn't want to go fight in the war, so they made their way to an island, a small island in Alaska. Oh, and yeah, and so. <laughs> So they asked for asylum. Oh, so, so you? So I think we're gonna start seeing. I don't know. We have to build a.
0: How's that gonna work, Harry?
2: Build a border wall over there. <laughs> over or there,
0: like, throw a couple that, of glaciers in the way. Alaska now.
2: Throw oh, a couple of glaciers <laughs> in the way.
0: Oh my God,
2: Harry! Yeah, hey, so dude,
0: he, these people are doing everything they
2: can. Not to I'm. Sitting, the- listen. When you're, when you're willing to go and fight the snow instead of... I mean, but hey, to each his own. I get it. I wouldn't go fight in Ukraine. It's like asking me to go fight against... My cousins. Them. You know i like,
0: I guess we're not coming is. for Thanksgiving,
2: right? Because <laughs> right,
0: right. your, your family is in Ukraine.
2: Exactly. Like,
0: what are you doing? Like, these people are going to go fight their relatives.
2: Or at, right. Asking us to... Go to war against Mexico or Canada?
0: We're not doing that.
2: We're not doing it. People are gonna be like, are are you you "Kidding think? me?
0: I gotta be there for Thanksgiving. You think I wanna go over there? You think you're gonna try to ruin my holiday, fighting with them? No way.
1: I
2: like my yeah. fights
0: in the family.
2: I mean, can we just? I'd be like, if it's Canada, I'd be like, look, let's just give back Justin
1: Bieber, <laughs> Celine <laughs> Dion. This. We can, right. just we
0: can that. give back we can do it all right we're gonna take a break when we come back uh ife and the crew will be here to talk about uh elm city lift fest which is october 22nd next saturday so it's gonna be a good time and uh she's gonna come and tell us all the highlights what we can expect and what we should look out for so we'll be back stay tuned to 103.5 WNHH. We are live streaming all over the place. Find us. That's
2: right. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Oh, well, look for the new link because we're going to start the stream over. We're so. going to
0: restream, baby. We're going to start That's a new it. stream. Y'all know how we do over here. We get a new stream when we get guests to get brand I, new. We'll be back. talk on Babs Rolls Ivy. Woo! I got my girlfriend, Ife, Michelle Gardine. Hey, Ife. And
3: is that John Moore?
1: Is that John Moore? Yes, John Moore is going to
0: be playing with us. Oh, you know, I love him. I love, love, love him. How are you? I'm good. I know you are. Lit Fest next week. Huh? Lit Fest at the end of the week.
4: At the end of the week. Oh, my God. It's I can't already. believe it's here already. All
0: right, good give morning, me the high Good morning, John. How you doing? One of my favorite people, my favorite musician. How are
3: you? I'm good. I'm good.
0: Are you cold? <laughs> you must be cold. You got a hoodie on. You cold? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I'm
4: cold. <laughs> yeah, So tell me about Live Festive this year, because it's, it's the end of the week. It's the end of the week. So I'm excited because our... Our theme is um, Afrofuturism. We decided to, to sort of continue the theme of diasporacon um, and think about Afrofuturism, black to the future. Yes, like we
0: gonna be in the future. <laughs> we are gonna be black in the future. You think we black now, we are gonna be blacker in the future.
4: Okay. And we wanna <laughs> encourage people to come as their own superhero. Oh my we got gosh. another Black Panther coming out. You got what? What is what is that the, guy? The Josh? Woman
0: King. We just saw The, the Woman King. King.
4: You know, <laughs> you know, and it's time for us to like, like, let's let's control it. Let's like dress up as ourselves and not somebody else. And that is why we're featuring very talented and innovative folks. Like. <laughs> So how did Jonathan Moore get, get, get invited to this Black to the Future Elm City Lit Fest? Well, um, uh, people that are part of my dynamic team, I I am so appreciative of the young ladies. Um, Shaw McAllister, of course, Juanita, (laughs) uh, Austin, who did that fabulous graphic for us. Oh, I you mean, see, Harry had to take, had to take some that, liberty with
3: it. <laughs> okay, this thing. Yeah, that, was, that was nice.
4: That was funky. I like that yeah. shoe. You know, Harry <laughs> likes to play around. <laughs> and also Zania Leon. And Zanaya is in, um, has a, a company, a management company for artists. Mm-hmm. So she's, that she launched a couple of, uh, weeks ago rich kid rich something oh rich land i'm sorry tonight i got it wrong but Richland, but she has some artists and jonathan is part of the repertoire
0: oh yeah oh you know i others. had you know jonathan i saw her and i said oh you know who you should have and she's like i got him because <laughs> <laughs> we had talked about this already about you needed some good representation so i'm
4: glad you got with
0: this sister because she is very talented
4: and yeah. smart, so she, she, she's a dynamic woman. And then, and we also have on the team um, Monique Russell, who um, did a lot of work in uh, D.C. Event um, planning work in D.C. worked for Marion Barry and Sharon Pratt.
0: <laughs> that you know that Sharon Pratt Kelly was my first political campaign I worked on in D.C. Girl.
4: When she and was Mom running for was mayor. Here. Oh, and and uh, Monique worked for her. Oh my gosh! Administration, her and Marion Barry's administration. Even though she don't really like being a blast on social media that much, I'm glad to have her. And of course, our friend Tony Williams. Yes, who does so the, uh, the jazz on the venue? Yes, yeah, so collectively, um, Zanaya put the talent together because we got three. We got we got three parts happening, you know. Um, but I really want to emphasize the, the Black to the future. The Afrofuturism is what. Um, you know that uh, they, we just did the parable project over the summer, and with, now was
0: that an inspiration for the theme? Like, were you, or were you already thinking about Black to the
4: Future? I was already thinking about it when we when we um, in April when we did lit when we did DiasporaCon, because of the momentum and the buzz and the like, like all the information that was coming. I was like, okay. I know what the theme going to be for this year. It's going to be Black to the Future. We're going to do Afro <laughs> future. well, Afrofuturism. And then I was like, yeah, Black, not Black into the future, Black to the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. so,
0: so, when you think about Black to the future, like, how do you, how do you stack up the, the Lit Fest?
4: How do you, how do you have it reflect this theme? Well, with the, um, the, with the entertainment and the authors. Mm-hmm. and the activities that we um that we planned it's about empowering yourselves it's about having like a lot of the the artists are creative entrepreneurs people that stepped out of a box to create their own reality to I mean lit fest I you know started with <laughs> creating my own reality so we want to encourage people to to keep staying that mindset like, out of a box we're black we be our authentic selves bringing our authentic selves as we are in in and living as we want to how do you envision a future of our own community
0: mm. so john tell me um you know you are <laughs> a classically trained musician
4: yeah
0: and 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 with that said there's a lot of uh whiteness to that classical training how do you how do you envision black to the f- what you know and what you do and and put your own kind of spin on that and at at the same time trying to you know introduce people to what you do classical (laughs) music cool music jazz music all the music
3: so so what i do i even though i'm i'm trained like classically i still add that funk to it so (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you know listening to a lot of P Funk and Bootsy Collins, Prince. You know, so it's, you, it's, how
0: old are you? How old are you? Are you? I'm twenty. I'm twenty five. <laughs> this music. Your people's gave it to you. your mom and your daddy listening to this music because yeah. I was like, I don't yeah. know how at twenty five you get to this.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> definitely, definitely my dad. You know, he he still has his records downstairs in the living room. So, you know, I I grew up with all of that. So I incorporate you know, all of those attributes to the cello and just get a new sound. So oh, I love that's, it. That's me. Yep.
0: I love it. So, Ife, tell me some of the authors that's going to show
4: up. Okay, so the authors will be, um, there's a, a publishing company, Lauren Simone Publishing, who's, been, who's participated in every Lit Fest. This is our third one. But um, in the beginning, in 2020, she was starting out with books from um, her children um her name is Melissa Saint Melissa John and her two daughters um Lauren and Simone Olivia Lauren and Simone started writing children's books so we're going to have featured offers from her her uh, publishing company that has grown now um Yvette Phillips Olivia Lauren John and Rosamond White and uh, also, a young lady, Patricia Bellamy Mathis. Those will be the children's authors. They wrote. They wrote empowering children's books, um, and we will have um, Iyaba. Um, Iyaba Arts. Iyaba is uh, um, multi visual visual music dance artist. He he'll be doing puppetry and and storytelling. So and then for the adults, to- Tochi Anyabuchi. Yes. Bucci wrote, um, he's written quite a few books. He went to Yale, left here, became a big author and came back to New Haven to be based in New Haven and actually wrote a story, a a futuristic story called Giant that Mm -hmm. is about an Afrofuturistic story based in New Haven. So he talks about the streets and the things and it's very familiar. So, and it's a, award-winning book um it won the connecticut book award (laughs) i'm happy to say because i'm a connecticut book award judge um and uh for the past couple of years so um yes and and then um nize our good friend nize yes bam books by any means necessary necessary. books it's going to be in in conversation with joelle thompson at the of the nhso about um, through the lens of Baldwin, like how James Baldwin's um, writings and visions became uh, are relevant now and into our future.
0: Yeah, Joel Thompson is the uh, the uh, composer in residence for the New Haven Symphony Orchestra, and uh, and we saw his piece debut last year, Snowy Day, and then this year he is doing a piece dedicated to Baldwin. So, uh, and I think that's coming up um soon
4: <laughs> yeah it's on the 23rd it's actually yes. on Sunday after the after lit fest the day after and then um yeah and, and Tochi is going to be in conversation with Juanita who did the, the 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 um graphics um she's doing some projects she's she, she does a she started cultured AF in 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 New London and she's just a curator extraordinaire and then we'll have, what we call an a feminist a, a feminine panel, feminine renaissance panel, <clears throat> um, young women who are um, living and working in in the graphic novel, graphic design, comic book um, uh, era of genre. Yeah, because you
0: don't you don't see too many women, particularly women of color, in that genre. They exist, so sure. um, so this is a wonderful opportunity for them to sort right. of be seen.
4: Um, and that people can sort of say,
0: yes, there are sisters working in, in the comic book genre who are doing so, quite um, well.
4: So there'll be, it, shy will be in conversation with Alana Ladson, who is a wonderful graphic artist. She did our diasporacon um logo in April. And then Dime Ellis, who started Punk Noir, like sister is doing her thing. And then Queen Obsidian Rain. So all these sisters on their own have different um, visuals but they come together and they you know they're going to be in conversation with Shah and Colton Harris from the state of Connecticut will be we doing know a- Colton yeah hey. Colton will be doing a screenwriting workshop so because he got a few films out here okay I love it that are, so- that are also that also encompass afrofuturism. So, and then the talent, Jonathan's going to kick off some talent. <laughs> He's going to be the first performer. <laughs> um, but we enjoy having, we looked at like for talent, like who's original, like, like you said, you did old, you you grew up with the old school stuff. Mm-hmm. Yet you got your spin on it. You got right. the, you spin on it, you know? Yeah. So um and we so have, who else
0: who else is performing? I mean just having John is enough. Yeah. And, and you don't need any more. Although we're not trying to
4: we're not trying to run yeah. him down all day, but
0: who else is who else is
4: performing? We'll have a poet, a poet out of um uh Waterbury, Tamani Rain, um, mm-hmm. and our fabulous Erica Ortiz is gonna be doing <laughs> her thing. Um and Savion Brown. Osho the poet and Tyler Goldchain will be doing something kind of together and Osho is a poet performer and Tyler is a very talented musician and poet. And okay Okay, so it's a full full day mm-hmm. what time does it start? It starts at 11 a.m. Daryl Huckabee is going to be hosting
1: mm-hmm.
4: and um, we're going to have uh, music by DJ Prestige i waiting to hear from Betsy Ross, middle school band. <laughs> they may be. Um, okay. Um, Bianca Kay and um, Marshun, fabulous, two fabulous artists will be doing mask making um, um, workshops. And I have to say all the workshops are going to be held in the Stetson. That is our community partner, the Stetson library with uh, the head librarian that Ms. Diane Brown,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, um, who graciously offered up the whole space for us. So okay. we're really appreciative of that. So downstairs, all the children's program is going to be down there. And then we'll have upstairs in the queue house will be the vendors in the gym. Oh, I was
0: going to say, I know somebody all got of, to be selling something.
4: The vendors <laughs> will be <in> them. <laughs> and then we have food trucks coming and we'll have the food trucks parked across the street. And, um, Dixon in the plaza. plaza, yes, yes. In the front part of the plaza in the Does front part, in the front, right, like directly across the street from the building. Okay. Oh, that would be, so be good. So it be the entertainment, um, the stage in the in the in the um plaza, in the new Q house plaza between the Q house and the church, and then all the indoor programming will be on uh, in the library and then you could walk through the, the gym and get get your, your fares. So t- tell me why why is the lit fest important? Why is it important? The lit fest is important because literacy is important and getting our people to read whatever they can and um, promoting literacy, we don't there's not enough knowledge in our culture of our of our literature of our writers, of ourselves. And since I started Litfest, that there's so many ta- local and regional talented people that have been coming this way. So this we've been able to grow and grow and grow. So we encourage if, if local people that have books, you know, hit us up for Elm at gmail.com or go to our website. It's culturally lit, because culturally lit is the now the umbrella for Litfest, DiasporaCon, and soon to come the diaspora book awards <laughs> mm-hmm. i
0: love it i love yeah. it i love it i love it so so you start planning this last
4: year right after the last lit fest <laughs> well Are actually you- after the last lit Fest, i started planning this and then hoping and and wasn't sure because i'm not sure if the cute the the sets and was in the new building yet um but also we started planning DiasporaCon, which was because when we did last year's Lit Fest again, a lot of, um, we became aware of a whole culture of graphic novels and conference and and, um, comic cons, conventions and things like that. And there's a movement, but there's also very few people of color that were highlighted in that at all. So. Um, we created DiasporaCon, which was a conference at Quinnipiac last April that- I loved it. Highlighted- so, I learned so opportunities much. Opportunities for people. And that's yeah. one of the things, like like I'm sure, Jonathan, once you started your thing, opportunities abounded, right? Definitely. What kind of opportunities came up for you when you started?
3: Right. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. A lot of performances. <laughs> <laughs> Whole lot of performances, whole lot of projects, collaborations. It's just, just everything. So,
0: oh, I love it. So, mm-hmm. so, um, I, I take it this is a very family friendly event. It is a
4: family friendly event,
0: and people of all ages could come, right? Everybody, of all ages
4: are welcome to come, and encourage people to be in their costume, be their own superhero. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: <laughs> Jonathan, are you coming in costume? Are you are you
4: coming as a super musician? we like, what what are you doing? I
3: have no clue. I have
4: no clue. <laughs> and I want to <laughs> emphasize, like, we want to stay positive, people. I don't want no big old weapons and like, right. no, we ain't killing people. We conquering <laughs> our future. <laughs> oh, I love
0: that. I October. love that. Yeah, because you got to remind people because this is October and it is close <laughs> to Halloween. people will show up
4: as the grim reaper (laughs) (laughs) we're not talking about the darkness people we're talking about like saving ourselves and being in the light that's that's how you come become your own superhero
0: so does this mean that um you're not planning a diaspora con or is this
4: uh, a hybrid of the two it's a hybrid of the two but we're we're gonna no we're gonna have a diaspora con we have to continue that we can't leave like in Quinnipiac was so gracious to um, host us, and really want to be out there again so okay that'll be good because I I really enjoyed that and I you know
0: and the uh the the way that Connecticut is so centered in the uh graphic novel world I had no idea until uh uh Dr. Foster uh, Mm. talked about that and some of the other folks that were on the panel that were there for the day talked about how graphic novels started in Connecticut, which was impressive and interesting Mm -hmm. to me. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So um, in, in, in having panels, you have a couple of panels going on, um, talking about, talking to authors and, and their work and this notion of Afrofuturism, um, which is not a new
4: term. No, it's not, but it is, um, no, I shouldn't say, but, and it is an empowering term. It is not it is about how we, for me, it's about how how we move forward in our Afro uh, Africanness into the future. How do we maintain ourselves in our culture, which is, you know, very important to me. And mm-hmm. so, um, in promoting this and having having exposing everyone, to our culture so it's not so threatening maybe to some people but also empowering ourselves to know more about our culture and how and the multi-talents of everybody of the literature the um music poetry all that everybody's going to be selling their books <laughs> <laughs> any people that I can get sell their books come on say your book that's it that's you know say what i mean
0: book. I mean, I I like the idea of this because, um, you know, we're in this movement of critical race theory, this foolishness of critical race theory and books being banned and books being taken off shelves and teachers being punished for even trying to teach any kind of Black history, American history, any kind of history. So I imagine um, that the Lit Fest helps cure some of that um trepidations that teachers have to go up against that that this is a uh a way that we can get this the story of us out there without going to somebody's school system
4: okay (sighs) yeah and and being or being homogenized and i also want to give a shout out to of course possible futures our our girl lauren out there lauren will be there selling books as well as uh Because Niseh sells consciously by any means necessary. Her books are purposely conscionable books. <laughs> and Possible Futures has all the books that don't get, that they get banned and don't get out there for people to share with their children. And mm-hmm. may not be in any, uh, in certain schools, unless you have your kids go to the Montessori school or, or some <laughs> some school that's got some awareness other than that. Yeah, we have to promote it as much as possible for everybody, but especially for our own, for people of color and for Black people to know that it is important because I am also, of course, a literacy volunteer and on the board for literacy volunteers, literacy is very important and key from personally for me in my life. I come from a school, from a history of teachers, my aunts and two of my aunts and my grandmother, like, it was important. Literacy is like key to knowledge. Come on, <laughs> exactly. For that's going on <laughs> in the world, you got to stay aware. I'm sure, Jonathan, you, you have you created something.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I was going to ask you, Jonathan. You know, when you think about Afro Afrofuturism as someone who was in their 20s, early 20s, like what mm-hmm. is that? What? How does that resonate with you? What do you think about when you think? Black
3: to the future. Whew. Me personally? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> since since I'm, I'm actually like the family historian about our family tree and everything else, it, that that means a lot. Um, for me being young, it's, it's like I had to know where I came from so I could know where I'm going. So that's exactly what that quote means to me. You know, it, it may mean something else to other people, but um, that that quote is it kind of hits home. So,
0: <laughs> and so now, do you do you do you create music through that lens? Like, how do you think about when you're creating your own music? How do you yeah. how do you think about that?
3: Yeah, when 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 I create music, it's just something. It's for me, I just have to be original but yet have some type of, um, identity with it. And so most of the songs that I do create, they're probably based on certain regions, especially Africa, which is crazy. <laughs> so certain songs that, that I will play, um, at the Lit Fest, uh, you'll, you'll definitely hear that, that, that African type of sound to it too. So
0: I mean and 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 the fact that you play the cello and you've yeah. already created interesting ways to play the cello and that no one has ever heard or experienced before, I mean that's the buzz, right? like here's this yeah. young man playing this instrument in a way that it was never played before, and people are fascinated by that, so talk a little bit about how did you how did you do that
3: so I don't even know how I really got started with it. I just wanted to make uh, sounds that weren't really normal,
1: <laughs>
3: especially playing the cello, you know, because oh, all, all we have is like, you know, you pluck the strings and you play with the bow. All right, cool. So, but it, it all sounded the same to me. So I was like, you know, let me, let me plug this up to an amp. And let me add these special effects to it, and let me start hitting it. Let me. <laughs> so I I just had to get so creative with it, so I can find my own identity with with my instrument.
4: There you go. So I love it. That's that's there what it's all about. Well, that it, like it.
0: it is really a wonderful thing. So Ife, tell us what do you want people to uh, experience? What do you want people to walk out of the live fest with? Like what do you what What
4: is your hope for this? I, I I hope that my 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 hope for people is to have a different kind of experience, and for folks to um, develop a, a more of an appreciation of our culture. Um, like Afrofuturism is a cultural aesthetic. It's a it's like a philosophy, a combination of our traditional historical culture. And, and how we move forward in it and how we can maintain our authentic selves. We've, over the years, we've had to deal with, um, we have to have legislation to wear our hair the way we want to, to work the way we want. We have artists that are now coming into their own creatives. I should say, just not artists, just creatives in all aspects of things that are like, these young people are bucking the system. They're not like coming out of college saying, oh, I wanna go into corporate this or that. A lot of them are like, I'm creating my own thing. So a a sense of empowerment, a sense of more cultural awareness and an appreciation for what is being presented to them. um, Because Brother Iyaba is gonna do one of the Anansi stories and his storytelling, and then incorporate that into a puppetry workshop after. So you get 30 minutes of him engaging you in in interactive storytelling and drums and da, 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 And then let's make some puppets, <laughs> okay? Let's take something away, but also for everybody, everybody may not get to make a puppet or a mask. Um, Marshoon it's so wonderful to have this wonderful muralist and creative Marshun, who is a young person with an elder who is Kay Anderson, Bianca Kay Anderson, who does wonderful masks and uses cowrie shells and 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 textures and everything. So they'll be intergenerational in them in mask making, but they both see the same vision. So like the an awareness, a cultural awareness and a love of literature, buy some books, baby buy these people books, <laughs> <laughs> the books oh, okay. listen
0: books make great gifts and the holidays are upon us so we're give some particularly our little ones they need to they need to understand how to hold a book and turn the pages of a book and that's where it starts you know you buy them books that are culturally appropriate for them and and the, and that's how you foster a love of reading you start very early putting a book in their hands so that they could feel it and touch it and gnaw on it, you know, all the all the things that little kids can do. All right, Efe, tell us tell us what time and where where where's the uh, the Lit Fest this year?
4: Saturday uh, this Saturday, October twenty second, from eleven a.m. to five p.m. There will be um, there will be workshops starting at 11:15 in the library um the children's program starts at 11:15 the adult program starts at 11:30 on the second floor in the library the entertainment which will be opening with um the talented we'll and 11, fabulous the talent and the fabulousness um and we're going to have DJ Prestige in between um uh it, um, entertaining us as well um, and performances start in the plaza at 1 one fifteen. so now we'll, you're going to
0: live stream any of this like
4: if people going to be able to catch some gonna of be, this it's going to be recorded but not live stream because there'll be three things happening <laughs> it's going to be there's going to be something in front of the stage. it's going to be cameras in front of the stage and camera upstairs and downstairs in the library um, and then we're having, you know, the vendors. So vendors, um, we want to fill up the gym with vendors. Come on, y'all. Um, we have some vendors now, but we can use some more. So if you know anybody out there that's selling something, hit us up, elmcitylitfest at gmail.com. And, uh, we'll send you the info or go to our website, which also has, it th- has, a, um, information as well. culturallylit.com Oh, I love it.
0: I am so excited. It's always such. I mean, I've been going since you started it, and and every time I go, I learn something. I meet somebody new, and uh, and and I pick up a few books. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think Saturday is going to be a wonderful day weather wise. Yes. Cross fingers and yeah. uh, and so to fun. be on
4: Dixwell Avenue, to be in the heart of uh, Dixwell and community. That- And that like to have the, have the workshops, um, you know, the has been busy anyway, they've been, she, that programming since they started like boom, boom, boom every week. I don't know the knowledge has been pumping out of there. So we're really happy that, um, that Diane Brown let us like was like yeah use the whole library whatever you need <laughs> use every room how many rooms you want
0: <laughs> and, I, and you know and that's what community that's that's what needs to happen in the community particularly this community and that, that has not had this level of, of of activity in a very long time and i know diane brown has held it down in the stetson when it was across the street but now she's got a bigger playground and, uh, and it's connected to the Q house as part of the anchor to the Q house uh, makes a big, it really does make a difference in that neighborhood and mm-hmm. the whole city, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so
4: we appreciate it. We hope everybody can come out. Even if you can't come for the whole day, a part of the day, um, we're going to post the, the program up so you can come and hear who you want to hear or participate in the workshop you want to participate in and always walk through and get those people. Uh, buy some people stuff buy stuff. <laughs> buy people stuff yes because mm. I know
0: if, if if the vendors are like vendors from past some really nice things really really yeah. nice things by people who look like you who are making stuff who create stuff it'll be great and to hear John Moore uh, live and in person is a, is really a big deal so if you've not heard this young brother, and you should because he he is up and coming and very talented and we are blessed to have him in our presence so if i'm you. so glad about this i'm so excited i'm glad that you could come on this morning and talk about this it is saturday i want people i will be there i'll be there a little shortly afternoon because i got commitments from 9 to 12 but i will be there <laughs> for the day i'm gonna hang <laughs> out and be ready i don't know if i'm a cosplay but oh gonna,
4: well you know i'm i'm you know, I'm not gonna cosplay either, but I'm gonna be in some big African something. I know.
0: <laughs> I'd love to see some babies come in some and some cute stuff. Like I'd love to see to see
4: somebody, but you know, you never know. You see some people cosplaying.
1: We'll see what you know, happens. And folks
4: can make a mask. They could they could get in the workshop. They go into where Marshoon and Kay will be, and they can make their own mask.
1: Mm-hmm
4: and there it is you know there you go. I love it let me make a mask and shields. you know we gotta we to fly <laughs> into the future baby I think, I the think come come. make me a mask I like that idea <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so much for joining us this morning John Moore Ife Garden, my dear friend and my great love uh I will be there on Saturday I hope you'll be there on Saturday too listening audience because if you don't be there you're gonna be squared. I'm gonna be talking about it the next week, and you're gonna be like, damn it, I missed it. Yes, you will. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe your sweet way there man. on Saturday. You can't miss it on Dixville Avenue, right there, in the big mm-hmm. ass Q house and Stetson Earth. Library. So I'll see y'all. Thank you so much for being with me this morning, and kicking mm-hmm. off my week. Black to the future, y'all. Afrofuturism. Thank you, man. That's the Elm City yeah, Love Fest theme. Thank, thank y'all. Harry, play us out and throw up that mm-hmm. graphic one more time because I love it. I think I'm going to keep that thing and frame it. I love it so much.
4: <laughs> I do too. I am. It's great. So,
0: all right, I'll see y'all. Thank you so no. much. Thank you, Harry. Love.